You ever sat around with your friends and argued your top 10 NBA players of all time? Like people be out here arguing for their top 10 with no data, no like real metrics. They just be going off the handle like, yo, I really, when I grew up, Larry Bird was my favorite player. And like, I grew up in Boston. Like, come on, man. Like it, it, it's getting exhausting at this point. Most people who are arguing their top 10 are not talking about like the top 10 all-time players. They're talking about their top 10 favorite players. Like we understand you grew up in the 80s in Boston and Larry Bird is your favorite player of all time. I get it. But unless you have some like metrics, some criteria, like you're taking errors into consideration, all that good stuff. Like I really don't want to hear about your top 10. Like if you have some entertaining takes on why your top 10 is what it is, I'll be open to that. But I, but nine times out of 10, when I see dudes out here talking about their top 10, it makes me throw up in my mouth a little bit. And when we talk about top 10 players, we often talk about players going head to head. So we got like Magic and Bird. We have people like Russell and Wilt. And then you also have people who just are like positional rivals like Kareem versus Shaq. And the hottest topic, the hottest comparison, especially when we're talking about the GOAT, like the number one guy for the last 10 years, all we've been hearing about is LeBron versus Jordan. Let us know in the comments, who's your GOAT? Is it LeBron, is it Jordan, or none of the above? Now, before we talk about the top 10 NBA players of all time, let's talk about the elephant in the room, NBA eras. Why are NBA eras so important when talking about the top 10 players in NBA history? Many of the credible sources who are coming up with top 10 lists allow eras to be weighted in terms of the championships and the achievements of the players on the list. For example, Bill Russell, rest in peace to the legend, won 11 championships, but to some, he was playing up against plumbers and firemen. Big shout out to JJ Redick. And then when you think about playoff eras in general, back in the day, it wasn't even the same. Like guys was playing less rounds, less games. It was just a whole different playoff structure. Even the amount of teams that make the playoffs, the amount of teams in the league, all of that has to be taken into consideration. I fell in love with the NBA in the 90s. With that being said, I would be a little biased when it comes to like giving weight to certain eras. Although I'm super respectful for all the players that played in the 50s, 60s, 70s, all that good stuff. I just wasn't there. I didn't see it and I don't know. So I didn't want to go out there giving weight to eras that I didn't actually have the opportunity to watch. So I did some research. So I checked out NBA Hoops Online and Bleacher Report. They both did reports on the different eras and gave them scores, rankings, and weighted them. So it was really helpful for this process. I also asked the fantasy hoop guys in a group chat that I'm in on Twitter. Big shout out to Josh Lloyd from the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast. And after getting all of that information from all of those different people, all of those different sources, I realized that people are all over the place. Some people had the 90s weighted way lower than eras like the 70s. And some people even had the 80s with Magic and Bird, both weighted very, very low. 
So I had to take all of that information and just make my own determination on what was the illest era of all time. And I forgot to tell you, I also asked ChatGPT if they could give me their top 10 eras of all time. So on a scale of one to 10, here is how I rated the eras of the NBA. For the 1940s, we gave them an era factor of three. So just three because the game had just started, the rules were different, it was old school basketball. Then for the 1950s, we boosted it up to five. For the 1960s with Wilt Chamberlain and Bill Russell, we went to 7.5. Although many would disagree, for the 1970s, I brought it back down. I brought it back down to a seven. So we went from the 1960s at 7.5 to the 1970s for seven. And I'm telling you this, one of the reasons that I brought them down is because the NBA was just wonky. The ABA merger, the three-point line was introduced. You know, it was just a whole different level of, of confusion and also like the league needed to get some kind of stability. Then in the 1980s, we took off. We went to 9.5 for the era factor on the 80s, largely in part because of Magic Johnson, Larry Bird. Like it was just a crazy, the introduction of, of Michael Jordan. It was just an amazing era of basketball. And I actually had the opportunity to witness it. So that's why it went so high. Next up, the 1990s, we're going to go 10. We're talking about the bad boy Pistons. We're talking about the, the dynasty for the Chicago Bulls and Michael Jordan. We're talking about the Houston Rockets. It was just, there was just so many teams in that era. This is when guys were like really physical, but also the game was beautiful, filled with finesse. I'm going 10 for the 1990s. Then for the 2000 with Kobe Bryant and Shaq, like this was a great era for basketball. I'm gonna give them a nine. Then for the 2010s, we had a few rule changes happen in the era before, which kind of changed the game a little bit. So I'm gonna give them an 8.5. And last but not least, the current era that we're in, the 2020s, I'm gonna give them an eight. Like everybody taking threes out in these streets. I really didn't deep dive on how the rule changes impacted my position, so let me know in the comments. Do you want me to make a video about the rule changes and how they influence the NBA? Yo, I hear lots of people talking about their top 10 NBA list, but nobody got no criteria. How you ain't got no criteria, but you got a top 10 list? Do me a favor. If you don't got no criteria, if you don't got no criteria, don't hit my phone. Don't talk to me. Don't drop a comment on a video, on a podcast, nothing. Just stay away from me. Okay, let's calm down a little bit, Robin. You're on YouTube doing a podcast. Want to take it easy there? Okay, you're right. I was wilding. But listen, here's my criteria. It's very clean. It's very simple. It's not too complex. We're not going crazy. Here we go. So I got three factors. NBA titles, check. Regular season MVPs, check. And last but not least, my favorite, personal opinion. I'm okay with you having your personal opinion as the foundation for you making your top 10 list. What I'm not okay with is you just throwing names like out the sky, like yo, Anthony Edwards, like top, top 10 all time. Like, yeah, yeah, I grew up in Georgia. Like I know him. Like, come on B, let's be real. We can do better. 
And we're not looking at no other criteria, no all-star appearances, no all-star MVPs, no finals MVPs, no all-NBA teams, first, second, or third, no scoring titles, no assist titles or rebounding or block titles, no defensive player of the year, no rookie of the year, no six-man of the year, no clutch award. Quick disclaimer, my criteria is heavily weighted by the error factors that I talked about earlier in this episode. Now, with no further ado, here are my top 10 NBA players of all time. Number 10, Wilt Chamberlain. Wilt Chamberlain could be a lot higher on this list, but he played in an era that was just different and his individual stats are unmatched. Like the things that he did, the reason he could do what he did was because he was playing against a different level of basketball players. There's no way that he could average 50 points a game against Joel Embiid and Nikola Jokic, like facts. However, we don't wanna discount his greatness. Your man literally, had two NBA titles and four regular season MVPs. So it's not like he was any kind of a slouch. He put up 100 points in a game, which is a feat that has been unmatched until this day. So I'm gonna go number 10, Wilt Chamberlain. Number nine, with four NBA championships, two regular season MVPs, the baby face assassin from the Golden State Warriors, Steph Curry. Now, I gotta let you know, before Steph Curry secured his fourth title, he was not on this list. There were other guys that were on this list. But facts are facts, man. Like, the guy has just been like, otherworldly he's revolutionized the game he's doing things that people have never done so number nine is Steph Curry for the greatest all-time NBA players number eight with four NBA titles and one regular season MVP this one is Shaquille O'Neal in this era that he played in he played against Olajuwon he played against Hewing like and then he got with Kobe Bryant and started winning some championships also won a chip with young Dwayne Wade listen Shaquille O'Neal was arguably the most dominant player in NBA history so although Steph Curry has an MVP award more than him one more MVP award uh than Shaq Shaq was playing in the era that was just different man with that said he gets number eight on the all-time list of NBA players at number seven with five NBA titles one MVP the Black Mamba Kobe Bryant rest in peace listen Kobe was one of my favorite players. So if this was a favorite player list, he might be actually number two or three on the list. But yo, people who keep Kobe out the top 10, it's crazy. Most of it has to do with his early career. Like, listen, Kobe came into the league at a time when high school players could come into the league at 17, 18 years old. So he had a bumpy start. But when we talk about impact, a name that rings bells all across the world. So number seven is Kobe Bryant. I admit, number six is not one of my favorite players. Honestly, I never liked watching him play. It was just kind of like, just toast with no butter. Number six, Tim Duncan. And I'll tell you why. Tim Duncan has five NBA championships, 
two regular season MVPs. And your man was in the playoffs every single year as a player. Tim Duncan is one of the greatest players in NBA history and probably the, the, the best power forward in NBA history. So again, not a fan, do not enjoy watching him, never enjoyed watching him, but the numbers don't lie. Timmy is one of the greats. Before we unveil our top five, I'm super excited to talk about our latest sponsor, Underdog Fantasy. Underdog is the best place to play fantasy sports, including best ball, daily drafts, and pick them. Start drafting in minutes for a shot at big cash and an enhanced game watching experience. Did I mention that Kevin Durant and Mark Cuban invested in Underdog. Once I heard about those cosigns, I had to spread the news. Sign up today and use the code GAMEPICK and Underdog will match your first deposit up to $100. It's like getting free money. Don't miss out on your chance to double up from the jump. To sign up, just download the Underdog Fantasy app on Android or iOS. Here are my top five NBA players of all time. Number five, with 11 NBA championships and five league MVPs, the legend, Bill Russell. Now I get it. He played in a different playoff structure. He played in a different era. The game was just different. Like guys were like playing basketball in like pro cats. It was a whole different game. So I understand that. However, I don't want to discount the value of 11 championships. A lot of people who do these top 10 lists, they say like Bill Russell is not on the list because of this reason, or they pull, put him at number one because they weight championships heavily. However, if you don't take a look at the championships in the era that it was in, who was playing, how many teams, what the playoff structure was, how many games were in the playoffs, it's like you can't really even make a, a, a logical you know, decision on all of that. So with that being said, I wanna give respect to him, but I don't wanna discount what the top four have done. So at number five, I'm gonna go Bill Russell. Number four on my all-time NBA list, one of my favorite players, Magic Johnson. Magic Johnson got five chips, five championships, y'all, three MVPs. When I tell you, like, till this day, we have never seen, and this is just me giving my personal, right, like my personal opinion, like, we have never seen a player who operates like that. A six foot nine point guard? We talking about a point guard who moves like Pistol Pete. It's just something we've never seen. Like he revolutionized the game in so many ways. And I think the fact that he's also the kind of player that doesn't talk about himself as being number one. He often, I think he's on a record for saying that Kobe is the greatest Laker of all time, which is big. The players who are like, I'm number one, I'm the best, uh, they, they, they kind of fall down a notch or two on my list, as you'll see a little later on. But with Magic, yo, you cannot deny the five championships. You cannot deny the three MVPs. I'm going to go number four, Magic Johnson. 
So in the top three, this is where it gets a little dicey. Like I love all three of the players that I'm going to talk about, but I know that many of you are going to disagree with my position. So with no further ado, number three, a player that many of you believe is number one or at least number two. And hopefully this year, like I'm going to try to do this list every year. Like this year, if he wins another championship, maybe he can move up a spot. But right now, shockingly enough, number three, LeBron James. And I'll tell you why. LeBron James has four NBA championships. Four. Four MVPs. How many did Magic have? Five NBA titles. How many did Kobe have? Five NBA titles. How many did Bill Russell have? 11. How many MVPs? Magic had three. Bill Russell had five, although it was a different era. Kobe only had one. I get it. But LeBron, listen, one of my favorite players. I love LeBron James. I'm not knocking him. I'm just looking at my criteria. And I think oftentimes, just to take it back to Tim Duncan, I don't like Tim Duncan. I don't like watching him. I'm not crazy about Tim Duncan, but he's on my list because he meets the criteria, right? And personal opinion, although some personal opinion put him there, you know, talking about Tim Duncan, it's not going to be wild and crazy. I'm not going to let my personal opinion outweigh championships and MVPs. There needs to be a balance. And also the errors need to be taken into consideration. LeBron came up in an era where, where sinners are shooting threes all the time. And like, you can't, if you, if you like blowing somebody's ear, you get called for a foul. It's a different, it's a, just a different beast. So I gave him number three, four championships, four MVPs. Let's see who's number two. So the next player I'm going to talk about, it won't be much of a shock, right? Like I'm not going to, I'm not going to blow your mind like that. I'm not going to go there, right? But I would say that the person who is number two deserves to be number two, according to my criteria. The number two all-time NBA player, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Six NBA championships. Woo. Six MVPs. Woo. Crazy. And, and you know what? If you disagree, like, like I don't care. Like, I get it. Like, y'all, you never seen Kareem Abdul-Jabbar play. I seen Kareem play. I didn't see him play in his prime. I saw him play when he was with the Lakers in the 80s with the goggles on. But even then, he was unstoppable with that skyhook. And according to my criteria, six chips, six MVPs. Like, honestly, I don't give a shit Sue puppy about what you think about my list and my criteria. If you disagree, drop it in the comments below. Oh, and just a little bonus. One thing about Kareem that people never talk about, and these are not included in my criteria, but this is a bonus. Did you know that your man won three, three NCAA titles in three years? He was literally undefeated in the tournament 12 and 0 in tournament play he was 82 and 2 in in all in regular season and tournament play he averaged 26.4 points in college 15.5 rebounds get out of here if you hating on Lou Alcindor aka Kareem Abdul-Jabbar and my number one 
player of all time in the NBA. I could give you three guesses, but you know what? You only need one. Ladies and gentlemen, his heirness, Michael Jordan. Six NBA titles, five regular season MVPs in one of the hardest eras to play. Like dudes was brutal. We talking about the bad boy Pistons, the Knicks with Xavier McDaniels. Like it was no joke. It was warfare out there. But another thing, I want to give you another bonus on my man, Jordan. Jordan won an NCAA title and that's not included in, you know, my obviously for NBA greatest of all time. That's not included. But yo, your man was Eight and two in tournament play, 88 and 13, averaged 17.7 points per game in college and five rebounds. So he's on most, he's at the top of most people's goat list. So I get it. But just know year to year, as we do this list, things are going to change. And I believe if LeBron James can get another couple of championships, he might be able to at least slide into number two and maybe even take number one and come after his airness. Well, wait, 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 wait. Before we go, I got to give some honorable mentions. Larry Bird. Like, listen, a lot of people come at me hot about Larry Bird not being on my top 10 list. And it's totally, totally valid. I get it. Bird is like, he had one of the best peaks, one of the best primes in NBA history. I'm not fronting on that but when i think about bird i think about bird laying on his back on his stomach because his back was hurting like that's my memories of bird so he got three nba titles three mvps he's not nowhere near kobe kobe got five magic got five like so when people like put it out there like oh bird i'm it's not a race thing at all for me like just for me he don't check all the boxes y'all like he had a great prime one of the best primes in nba history but he's just not on that level next up with two nba championships and one mvp hakeem olajuwon Keem the dream like when i tell you during that era he was that guy and winning those two chips when jordan was out kind of moves him up that list the next player most people don't even bring up in the top 10 argument Kevin Durant. He got two NBA chips. He got an MVP and he's a killer. One of the most lethal offensive forces we've ever seen in NBA history. I'm going on the honorable mention list, Kevin Durant. From the Detroit Pistons, Isaiah Thomas, two NBA championships, no MVPs, but one of the most fierce competitors we've seen in NBA history. Another honorable mention, Dr. J, Julius Irving with one NBA title and one NBA MVP. And then the forgotten man, George Mikan. Five NBA titles, one MVP. Yes, he played in a very, very old era and it was different, but you can't deny the man got the hardware to back it up. Let me know in the comments or in the reviews, wherever you're tuning in from, who's on your top 10 NBA list. I'm Robin Marks and until next time, you've been goat -less.